Alright, Mr. Gleason here doing podcast two three. This one is on impulse. So Alright, so impulse is a change in momentum. Alright, it is defined as a change in momentum. So when we talked about momentum, we said momentum was mass times velocity. Now we also know to change momentum then we would have to change our speed and we know the only way to change speed is by applying a force. Now if we rearrange those, uh, solving for A, we get A equals F over M and we also have an acceleration equation that the acceleration is equal to the change in speed over time. <coughs> Alright, so given this information, impulse is a change momentum. Change of momentum requires an acceleration acceleration is force divided by mass or velocity divided by time. We can actually rearrange those equations to get the force times time equals the mass times the change in velocity. Or force times time equals change in the whole thing. So since impulse equals a change in momentum, then you can see that our impulse is force times time and our change of momentum is right here. Usually with a change in speed we're not going to change the mass. So our equation for impulse really is just force times time but that, since that's equal to the change of momentum we're usually going to stick uh, the m times v in there at the end. So let's do a couple examples so you can see what I mean. Start with Tiger Woods hitting a golf ball, giving a speed of 75 meters per second. Now we already know that momentum is mass times velocity. Alright, so change momentum equals change in mass times velocity. Force times time, which is our impulse, is change in mass times velocity. So since this ball is at rest before he hits it, the change in velocity is from 0 to 75. So the change in velocity is 75 meters per second. And of course the mass is 0 0.050 kilograms. And all I have to do is solve this out and I get the change in momentum, which is the impulse, is 3.8 kilogram meters per second. Alright, now, another example. We have a hockey puck being hit uh, with a force over a certain time. Now we're looking at the entire equation. F times T equals M times change in V. And this puck was stationary at the beginning, which means my change in speed was from 0 to 20 meters per second. The mass of the hockey puck was 0.12 kilograms. And we had a time of 1 times 10 to the negative second, which is 0 0.01 seconds. So all we got to do is solve for the force here. In other words, I just do a little bit of algebra, and if you work that algebra out, you'll see that the force is equal to 240 kilogram meters per second squared, because we're dividing by time again, or since it's a force, that unit better be newtons. Alright, now we have a um, tennis ball hitting a racket, and we're looking for a change of momentum and we're going to look for an average force. Now change of momentum uh, is going to be based on the change in speed. 
and we can actually see what the mass is. So change in momentum equals mass times change in speed. And if you're wondering why I keep drawing a triangle, it's because triangle means change. I think we've already been over that, but just to make sure. So we have the mass times the change in speed, and our change in speed goes from 10 positive to 36 negative, or vice versa. So our change in speed is actually 46 meters per second. So all I've got to do is calculate this out, and I should get the change in momentum. It's 2.8 kilogram meters per second. Okay? There's our change in momentum, which was A. Now we're looking for the actual force. Well, I have the change of momentum, and I know that force times time equals 2.8 kilogram meters per second. And I have the time, so force equals the 2.8 kilogram meters per second divided by the time. I just did a little algebra already. And I'm going to get that the force is equal to 140 newtons. There we go. One more example. This one involves a uh, pellet gun being sh uh, shot, and we are looking for an average force. And again, plugging this in, force times time equals mass times change in velocity. All right. And since the pellet gun uh, pellet starts at a speed of zero, um, then we can go ahead and solve this out. Now, in order to solve, we must know how long the force is exerted. We need a time. And we can find that by using this equation to find the average velocity. All right. And that's just going to give me 100 minus, or actually 0 minus 100, uh, or 0 plus 100, sorry. Uh, divided by 2, which equals 50 meters per second. Alright, now I can go ahead and use distance, or using the velocity equation, distance divided by velocity. This is the same equation as V equals D over T, which we already saw. I just rearranged it, and I get 0.020 meters divided by 50 meters per second which gives me a time of 0 .00040 seconds. I'm running out of room over there. All right, so now I have a time, all right, and I can plug this in, force times the time equals the mass in kilograms times the speed that we had, change in speed, divided by, sorry, divided by the time once I do the math. And by the way, again, what did I do here? I just found the average speed during acceleration um, of the object slowing down so I could find the time. All right, we're not concerned with that for momentum or for the impulse. I just had to put that in there so we can get ourselves some time. All right, back to the problem. Force, solving it out, you should get 250 newtons. The only way this problem is different is that we had to actually solve for a time force using the change in speed, which is what I did up here, and then finding the time based on the average speed. All right, that's it.